Sweet. We are good to go. How you doing, good sir? Doing great. <laughs> it's nice to have you on. Okay, you don't have a glass to cheers with, so that's the only thing. Uh, you got your bottle. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Staying hydrated. Respect. <laughs> got to keep the vocal cords lubed. That's, hey, <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um, I'm just going to actually, I should have done this before, but I'll just get you to check that mic just real quick. Oh, yeah. Check, check. How's that sounding? Check, 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 check. Good stuff. Should be good. We'll All make right. it work either way. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, the band you play in, your name? Yeah. So my name is Logan Manzer, and I'm the lead guitarist and uh, lead vocalist for The Usual Suspects. We're like a thrash metal band from Edmonton, but we're kind of like... We do thrashy stuff, we do heavy stuff, we do progressive stuff. We like to kind of, you know, just mash all the metals together so that we can have as many subgenres at the same show. That's sick. Yeah. Thanks. Makes it interesting for a different kind of vibe, you know? One yeah. second you're expecting punk and then it's like, oh, it goes to metal. You're like, okay, right? I kind of like this. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. It's nice because, like, we're not too heavy where, like, we can still be put on a bunch of different bills with different types of band, like, you know, like death metal, mm-hmm. uh, punk bands. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, like, I've seen you guys go on things like Shocker Fest. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's an interesting bill. It's got a ton of different bands on it. Yeah. And then you're playing uh, the one that we played, Intersect. So yeah. that's a huge difference, a vast difference in style. Bunch styles. of EDM. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool, man. So um, when about did you guys get started? Uh, so I actually started The Usual Suspects in like 2018, back when I was in grade 11. Um, we had a rock band class in school. And I actually started out as the drummer for the band, which is crazy. Um, That's why we get along. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, So then I had moved to Wetaskiwin because I was living in Evansburg. It's like an hour west of Edmonton. Yep. And so moved to Wetaskiwin, which is about two hours away from Evansburg. Uh, Finished grade 12 there. And as soon as I graduated, uh, Morgan, our rhythm guitarist, he came into the band because I knew, like, back from when we were younger, he played guitar so i'm like hey you should you should come join our band he's like okay and then our guitarist at the time he also played uh drums so i was like at home learning all these solos and everything showing the guys and they're like why the fuck are you the drummer I'm like i don't know that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> so i started i switched up from uh, to lead guitar and then i started learning how to sing and play and then just all these riffs started coming together and at that point in time, we had met uh, a couple producers here from Edmonton and went and said hi. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll help you. We'll put you on like a development deal. So they helped us kind of form the band better and like get out there more. Nice. So I guess like overall professionally in the scene has been for like a year and a half now. So that's Sweet. when we started playing shows. We played like our first actual professional gig at Lily Lake, uh, March of 2018, mm. or sorry, not 2018, 2022, yeah. 2022. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Shit. So you haven't been doing it too too long then. No, not okay. super long. It's it's been a hell of a journey so far. Yeah, that's for no sure. No doubt. No doubt. Sweet. And so the name, what's with the name? So the name came from, uh, you know, me and my buddies, we'd always get into shit and 
everyone would always be pointing the fingers at us when something went down. They're always like, oh, it was you guys. Even if it wasn't us, just always pointing at us. So, like, me and my dad were talking in his basement. And he's like, you know what you should name your band? I'm like, what's that? It's like the usual suspects because it fits all of you so perfectly. I'm nice. like, huh, I like that. So I went and pitched it to the guys, and they're like, yep, that's the one. Sweet, <laughs> yeah. sweet. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and so you were saying, uh, backpedaling a little bit, mm. that uh, you started off as drums, but you were showing them the riffs. So I'm assuming you you played a little bit of every kind of instrument? Yeah, so I actually started playing guitar when I was like six years old. I just got like a little Beaver Creek acoustic and and like drums i kind of been off and on even before i was six years old really just had a little starter kit and my parents like they've always been musical my mom was a drummer my dad kind of dabbled here and there um but my dad played more guitar than drums so like music's just always been in my family nice that's cool man yeah hell yeah and so then uh with the usual suspects you guys got music on on all the major platforms or not yet no um so we actually kind of jumped the gun we had like an album release party on june 2nd this year because we thought everything was going to be done uh like we had all agreed producer agreed and then just a bunch of stuff got in the way Mm. we're like oh man so right now we only have one song on youtube with the music video that's called uh devil inside um but we're hoping like in the next month or two everything will be on Spotify and right. Apple Music. Yeah, that one you worked with a couple people I recognize. Tabitha. Yep. And uh, my friend Malice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know Malice. Of course. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I know Malice all right. That's that awesome. guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, he did his part very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I messaged him. I was like, yo, I finally seen this video. And this is you. I was like, this is the <laughs> band you were telling me about. Because I do snow removal in the winter and he was one of my like sidekicks. Like he was like a temp worker at the time that was like helping me out. Mm. So, uh, yeah, he was telling me about it last winter, last winter, maybe a winter before he was telling me, Oh yeah, I'm in this music video with like this rock band. I don't really know it, but I'll show you it when it comes out. And he, I, he completely forgot cause this is, it's been a few, few months, but, um, yeah, I came out and I was like watching it because I had you on Facebook and that. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, sick. That's that looks good. And then as soon as I seen the devil, I was like, <laughs> no way, dude. Are uh, you serious? That's awesome. So and then uh, yeah, Tabitha being friends with Malice as well. So I yeah. I knew both of them, but I thought that was that was cool. So Tabitha did the shooting for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sick. she did a killer job. Yeah, I looks will good. Say. And like we kind of. Like, we kind of collaborated on the writing. Like, I gave her this idea, and then she took it elsewhere. Mm. And then she was like, what do you think of this? I'm like, yeah, and then what if we did this? But, like, it was such a fun experience. Because, like, that being our first music video and everything. Like, yeah. So is that song not on Spotify in that? No, oh, just on YouTube right now. Okay. Yeah. You're holding off because you want to do it for the album? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. So it was, like, it was kind of... We are kind of doing what Metallica did with their newest album, 72 Seasons. Like, they released... Uh, one song and then another song and I think like one more song before the actual album came out and that's what we wanted to do we wanted to do two songs like a few weeks apart and then just drop the album Mm. but yeah like I said things got in the way so (laughs) but I mean you know I'm hoping it comes out in October because that's when my birthday is so it'd be a great birthday present (laughs) there you go there you go okay you're an October baby hey yeah October 11th 
Oh, so close to mine. When's yours? 19th. Oh, no way. You're <laughs> yeah. one day after my mom. She's the really? 18th. Oh, yeah. no, that's sick. That's crazy. That's sick. That's nice. a small world. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So then you're a Libra then? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ah, Making more sense now. Twins. Respect. Yep, respect. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah um, the whole, like, vibe that you guys portray and like the music like i said i'm gonna mumble about it throughout this whole podcast mm. but it's it's great you guys are doing a really good job i'm, I'm really stoked on what's gonna happen uh we talked about it a little bit before the podcast but um for everybody to you know we'll reiterate on it uh you're, you you guys went on a little bit of a tour in the summer yeah so we went on like a little western canada tour um we played one show in maple ridge and then another show in new westminster at bully's studios uh, we were supposed to play in Kamloops and also St. Al- Is it St. Albert? No, that's in Edmonton here. Yeah, it's in Edmonton, yeah. Prince Albert. That's Prince the one Albert. I'm thinking of. Okay, Prince yeah. Albert and Regina. But those three kind of fell through because, like, this is our first tour. It was very, it was almost very rushed. Um, and we really only had a show, like, once a weekend. Mm. So, like, it just wasn't really paying for the tour considering it was all like off a of door uh, door sales and everything gotcha so just so that we wouldn't go more broke than we were we had to we kind of just canceled the rest of it and focused on you know playing Alberta more so which was you know it sucked at the time it, it kind of you know hurt the heart a little bit because yeah. we were just really stoked for it but we still ended up you know doing lots of touring around alberta went to intersect and in high prairie um what else did we do medicine hat at uh, alternate waves festival um done we did calgary back in march um yeah so i mean it's still still been a great summer regardless nice yeah nice. that's awesome and do you guys have like a little tour rig do you have like a little van or something or no we actually we use john's truck he's got like i'm not i'm not like into vehicles or anything so it's like a dodge dually okay yeah know, just so we just loaded all the gear into the box and took off from there nice <laughs> but nice. it worked out because diesel was cheaper than gas in bc okay yeah, yeah well there you go <laughs> hey holy yeah it was good That's nice okay so then i'm assuming you have a little little bit of a plan then um after your album released for tours maybe next year is that kind of the whole yeah yeah so i won't say too much but we are working on like another another tour bigger than what it was this time nice yes we've got like some more entities in the background helping us out with it this time so it's not just me doing all the booking so Mm. this way we can actually you know get a successful tour on route and play more than once every weekend right and you know actually hopefully make something from it and oh sorry i wasn't gonna gonna interrupt i was gonna say was it you that uh did the booking for this one yeah yeah, okay. I did all the booking. Like, kind of what I did was, like, I just looked through Facebook, and it started off with somebody looking for a band in, in Prince Albert. And I was like, I looked up how far away it was. I think it was only, like, six hours. So I was like, oh, we could come out and do that. And then I start, and then we got one in, in Maple Ridge. He's like, yeah, I'd love to have you guys come out. So then I'm like, well, I may as well just, like, make this a whole thing then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that was – it was a good experience for me, though, like, just to – kind of see the booking side of things not like i don't know i could probably maybe pull off a successful tour but i'd have to start like you know 
a lot sooner than two months in advance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trust, yeah. trust, yeah. I, um, for us, it's always just been Sabian doing it. We, oh, okay. Well, we had a manager for the longest time, but, mm-hmm. you know, things didn't really go the way that they go, such as life. So, um, yeah, I've heard stories about him trying to plan shows and how hard it is, and I'm mm. like props to anyone who can try it themselves you know that, that's pretty yeah. cool that you gave it a shot because it's not easy <laughs> no it's uh it definitely adds to all of the other work of being a musician but it's like it kind of like we had someone it was actually my cousin shout out to jasmine uh she was like our manager for a little bit she she wasn't too sure what route she wanted to go to like she was always into photography and stuff and she kind of wanted to get into the management side of things so i'm like well here's your perfect start because we're just starting out too so she was like i'd always send everyone to her she'd book all of our shows Mm. uh and then she was later on she's kind of just like no i think i think i'm just gonna go down the photography route and then uh so she'd come to our shows do the photos for us and everything and that's when like it kind of just worked out anyways because people would see me up on stage our logo is like pretty much well it's me and so (laughs) they uh everyone would always just message me like hey you want this show here's this show and everything but actually to touch more on uh on what jasmine's doing now she ended up being like so we've got another music video coming out I don't know when. Hopefully, hopefully when the album comes out, nice. she actually wrote the entire script to it, which was amazing. When I first read it, I got chills like down my spine, goosebumps Ooh. everywhere. Ooh. So good. And then she came in with her mentor, and they both shot the film. It was like, I think it was over the course of th- three shooting days that we had, but it was like it was so much fun. And I've seen the, like just the rough edits put together, and it is killer for her first music video it looks so so good she did amazing so she directed and shot it yeah directed wrote and shot wow she had like her mentor's name is andrew i forget his last name um but they kind of like he was teaching her how to shoot uh shoot the video during the whole thing but he'd let her take the camera and everything but like she's a great director and whenever like she'd put her like big panties on it was, everybody knew it was time to shut up <laughs> like Respect. She, she's serious about that shit <laughs> yeah yeah no that's fair yeah hmm. that's cool to hear yeah it's cool that you can have somebody that you're, you're close with that uh is working so hard to make something like that's gonna help you and benefit you you well, know exactly. and, and it's gonna help her too because i'm sure she'll be able to get maybe some side work from it if that's something that she wants to pursue or whatever absolutely yeah so yeah, and it's it made it a lot easier to have someone like that we were all so close with you know shoving a camera in your face and yelling at you not like mm. she yelled at us but yeah, like yeah, when yeah. it was time to get to business it was time yeah yeah quiet <laughs> yeah. on set yeah exactly yeah totally no that's cool that's cool so uh i'm assuming then with songwriting is a lot of it structured around like you are you doing a lot of the the writing and producing and yeah. all the other jazz yeah yeah so like every song that we have so far like I've written and not like the drums obviously John does um the bass Aiden does and then Morgan he like he'll just add his spin to it whatever he thinks he could do say in the chorus or something he'll do but like everything is yeah based off of what I've written Mm. and all the lyrics have been me as well actually um 
me and my dad collaborated on a few songs uh me and my girlfriend collaborated on one song just kind of spitting ideas off of each other and i mean they turned out great so that's cool that's cool nice so are your are your parents kind of like instrumentalists like do they do any of that stuff or uh so my dad he's he writes a lot of songs yeah he's uh more acoustic though Mm -hmm. um but yeah he he would always help me with like the song structure and everything like that uh on top of me like studying bands and how they structure their songs but yeah he's actually looking right now to go into a studio and lay some tracks down too nice yeah that's cool so did you guys uh go into any studios in the city here did you like how did you do your tracking process so uh one of the producers that we met like when we first started out we're actually still with him uh we call him barnyard his name's aaron bernard shout out nice um but yeah so he's got a studio really nice up in sherwood park so we go over there during the winter time and yeah lay down all of our tracks sweet yeah so you had a whole album written Mm. before you went in yes okay yeah so like we went in we got like i think three songs per day so we got three songs done one day and three songs done the other day just like so that we could get the drums uh like the drum track down and then we went in after that and tracked all the guitars bass and then vocals later so like we had we're all just in our in-ears so that we wouldn't the drum mics wouldn't pick us up or anything Mm -hmm. and then i was like in the vocal booth with my guitar set up and everything and he even had like a little camera and a tv in my vocal booth so i could like watch the guys outside (laughs) okay yeah okay wait so did you guys track this like live off the floor uh so the drums were live off the floor yeah all jamming through the in-ears but then like we went back and just like overdubbed all the guitars and everything oh okay interesting yeah interesting yeah it was a really cool process like really good learning experience and just to see how it's done you know yeah and did you have any influence and like parts in in on the drums or any other instruments or was it all just strictly like john and everybody else that did their parts like Um, you didn't I've had like there's a couple ideas where I'd have them like hey what if you did this here mm-hmm. and then we try it out and if they didn't like it is like whatever and right. then if they did like it then awesome but like a lot of the time like when Aiden was uh, tracking his bass parts you know like we would just me and Barnyard and Aiden would sit there and like we'd just tweak things just to make the bass like put emphasis on everything else but like still not trying to change everything that he was doing right and like from what he had had before to what just the few things that we had tweaked like it just makes it sound so much more full like it accents everything like perfectly nice yeah that's cool it was cool just to see like just these little tiny things we could change right but you didn't have any hands-on parts yourself on the drum like you didn't hop on the drums to do any specific parts right no okay no cool so you just stuck to guitar and vocals yeah okay cool yeah nice what was the hardest part would you say was it doing the vocals or recording the guitar parts i would say like i would actually say vocals yeah because when when i'd first started doing the vocals like in the tracking session i've been so used to playing shows and singing at shows only to go in and find out that it's just so much more like you have to be so intricate 
and I really had to find my voice on such a deeper level than just live stage because it's so fine-tuned so you know I was having some troubles I wasn't too happy with what I was doing at first and then it actually turned out the one track I wasn't happy with like turned out pretty decent and then I said to myself I'm like okay I'm gonna like somehow I'm just gonna keep practicing and learn how to make it sound like I like it on stage and then I go in and we banged out like three songs in I think like two hours on vocals Wow! and all of them I was like wow okay that's what I have to do like I don't even I can't even tell you what I did I just like really really focused on like just how it felt to sing and just really listen to everything and if I didn't like a part just be like hey backtrack let's do that over again mm -hmm. but the secret also I found was I'd have a tea and I drink a lot of water beforehand yeah. even like just a bunch of water like the day before because um I had this vocal teacher and she like posts like reels on Instagram and everything and she actually I seen a video and she's like if you drink the more water you drink the day before like you go to sing like the better your voice will sound because it kind of it just keeps it all I don't even know the scientific. Yeah, that that'll, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So you stayed hydrated the day before, and you were just like drinking tea and water the whole process. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. throat lozenges too. Okay. Yeah. 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 I bet that would help. Hey. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, so that's all done. You got the album kind of like planned for you know a certain release here. Yeah. Um. So I know we dived into a little bit of the tour you know you want to tour afterwards but is there any specific place that you're wanting to go to like are you are you that much of a pre-planner that you've like looked ahead that you're like okay maybe we can like hit the states next year or we can hit the states in the following year like do you yeah. have a little bit of a plan in that regard yeah um so basically like after this next album is released uh we want to do like cross canada mm -hmm. and then say in 2025 we want to hit the states after that like go to europe and like we've kind of just been doing research on like what the best routes would be to go through and even like i used for the canada tour like i used fall of earth as an example because they went on canadian tour so i'm like mm -hmm. looking at all the venues that they hit and i'd look up each venue just to see what they're like and there's one specific venue that i want to hit in toronto I can't remember that it's I know it starts with like L like like El Mon El Mont something interesting yeah but it's in Toronto okay and it's a really cool venue it's got like like the main floor and then it's got like an upper upper bowl from what I've seen okay yeah, yeah. oh is it kind of like so the upper bowl this is the stage like kind of like headed downstairs like you kind of like go I didn't see that far into okay. the picture okay but hmm. it might be I just I'm just curious if they renamed it. I, I played a place called Duffy's Tavern in Toronto and it was kinda okay. like this like the bar was upstairs and then like the <laughs> there's like a bar kinda downstairs, but mm. it's not really. I don't know. But there was the stage was downstairs, so it's right. like you got in, there's like the bar you can get food and then you just like walk downstairs a couple steps and like there you are. There's like this venue and it's like huh. I like that layout, you know, like yeah. I think something like that would have benefited from like, cause you know, the Buckingham, mm -hmm. it's like you go upstairs and it's just all one floor and like, I love the buck. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I think it'd be more ideal to just have it like where it's something kind of similar where you just have this like whole stage and like 
seating or standing, whatever you want to have in a separate area. And then like a couple steps away, even if it's just like three or four steps, like to an upstairs or downstairs Mm -hmm. and have like the bar in there and seating in there. I think that's like mint. (laughs) I think so too. Cause like, then you, you can still hear the music, but it's not like blasting in your face yes. as you're trying to sit there and talk to somebody. Yeah. You can have two things going on at once. Exactly, so, yeah. 100%. You know, bars, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> I know notes. you don't get to, yeah, you don't always get to choose your like <laughs> where you're situated, but yeah. uh, I think that kind of style is, that's what I've always liked about Rendezvous is like Rendezvous, you could like, it's all in one, but you could like kind of wrap around where there's like the pool table yeah. and like all the old timers can go there and they'll hear <laughs> yeah. the music, but it's like, it's they like can kind of just tune it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Rendezvous is a great venue actually. <clears throat> Home. Yeah. Yeah. I love that place. They will always let us play there. And for that, you know, I just have, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I just lo- love, I just love that place. <laughs> yeah, man. So I can appreciate them a lot. Shout out to Calvin. You the man. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so you, uh, I was going to ask you, do you have any, uh, if you feel like sharing, do you have any uh, tour stories? Oh, man. You're yeah. probably like a ton, but like which ones could you actually share, right? <laughs> well, I mean, like we, the two shows that we played in Vancouver, like we had a week downtime. And so we stayed in this campground like 10 minutes outside of White Rock and they had like mini golf. They had a pool there and they stuck us in this giant field with nobody else there Ooh. until like the long weekend then people started showing up but like we had the whole field to ourselves so like we're just trying to keep ourselves occupied like you know we're playing a bunch of beersby and we'd switch it up like we'd start throwing footballs or kicking soccer balls like just trying to get you know keep our adrenaline up keep us happy and everything but i think like i think the best part about it was going to the oceans because like i hadn't been to the ocean since i was literally probably like three years old oh wow and so I just remembered, like, very vaguely, like, finding all these starfish, finding these crabs and rocks and stuff. So I was, like, just so stoked to go and do all that stuff again. And, you know, it was just a really, really great bonding experience for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't, like, it wasn't too much crazy that happened on tour, but it was just, it's just such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Just to learn who we are as people. Because, like, you know, John was fairly new into the band. Like, we picked him up in in february so we're still trying to you know get to know john so just to be able to have that downtime with him was great yeah yeah you've gone through a couple member changes yeah so we've gone through one bassist so aiden's our second bassist okay and john is our sixth drummer i think (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. they always say it's the hardest one to find oh man it was crazy (laughs) yeah there you go Hmm. yeah it was very interesting going through all the different drummers and like teaching them the songs and then like having them add their own spins onto it yeah 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 no for sure so was john just the only one that did drum tracking for the record uh no actually so on devlin's side we had one of our buddies uh scotty he's the drummer from pugsley and the soul fight okay yeah and he also did the drums on lost souls mm. uh and then john did the rest of the songs but we also had so jacob he was our drummer before john and he like came into the studio and we did um we tried lost souls but and no hate on jacob at all 
It's just for some reason he couldn't like figure out how to play to a drum track or okay. a, click, a click track. Click track, yeah. So it was like it was just very hard for all of us to you know get the song like together. Right. Just, so there's a lot of frustration in the room, and we're all just trying to stay chill and like get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why you did a lot of the tracking with like? kind of off the floor like the drums were off the floor but you guys were jamming with the drums right yeah yeah so it probably made it a little more easier for your drummer at that time yeah yeah absolutely i've never really been involved in a process like that so it's interesting to hear um that that was the case but uh you know i'm still looking forward to hearing it man yeah yeah, me too (laughs) yeah yeah so did you um the one that tracked it are they mixing and mastering for you as well yes okay he does like the entire studio process well wow. yeah he's very talented and who was it that you mentioned uh sir? barnyard barnyard uh, okay. also his actual name's aaron but we we all call him barnyard nice shout out to aaron again yeah. i think you already did that previously but i didn't know that they were going to do the whole the whole process for you that's kind of nice yes yeah it's yeah, very to nice send it off to somebody else that's gonna <laughs> perhaps maybe mess it up or whatever <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it's nice because he like he sees our vision from the start and then just rolls with it. And if he sees that there's that's where he comes in as a producer, if he sees or hears something that could be added or taken away, mm-hmm. like he's never afraid to just say that. And he does, there's no hard feelings if we don't like it. If we don't want to add it, he's like, yeah, cool. And nice. if we do, then it's you know, it's awesome. So it's just it's nice to have him there for the writing process and to hear our songs how we think they should sound and it's just it's 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 a lot of fun nice yeah did you find that there was a lot of back and forth or was it mostly like he took your ideas and just ran with it or just would give the odd piece you know, of advice here and there there was only t- i think two songs where we like had some back and forth and it was like we just added parts onto the song like mm. to the end of the song to make it longer um and then more of the back and forth was between me and him while I was in the vocal booth. Um, you know, just if, should I extend this word? Should I do less of a scream here? It was just, you know, just tossing ideas back and forth, right. which was really helpful for me. Cause that was like one of my, mo- that was my first experience, like in a vocal booth, mm. actually one of my first studio experiences ever for all of us really. Right. So just having him there for that support and that help made it a lot easier for us nice it's always nice when that's the case yeah absolutely sweet yeah well i mean you got something to look forward to here in october and yes uh, hopefully it's october yeah yeah no for sure (laughs) so is that your gonna be your next local show then as of right now yeah um like we love playing in edmonton and everything but you know, it gets hard to sell tickets when you're playing every other weekend. Yeah. And we just, we don't want to die out. You know, this is our hometown. We don't want people to be like, oh, we'll catch the next one. Yeah. It's like the last thing we want. Yeah. So I think as it stands right now, like probably going to just do out of town shows or, you know, take kind of a break in September and just get this next album situated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And you guys, do you have any previous work that you're just like, you haven't released? Uh, no, just the, just the album that we're waiting on okay. right now. No EPs, no singles or anything? No. Okay, wow. Yeah, so we're like, we're pretty fresh still. Yeah. And like, as soon as this first album is released, we're like jumping back in the studio, 
this October, October, November, and we're going to push out another one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I never stop writing, ever. Nice. And it's like, it just comes out of nowhere, too. Like, I'll grab my guitar, and all of a sudden, this riff pops out, and it's like, just becomes a whole song. Wow. So, yeah, we're just pushing out as much as we can. That's sweet. Do you use any uh, programs in particular, like Guitar Pro, or, like, are you using anything, or are you just, like, kind of tracking on, like... Garage band or something at home like honestly i'd memorize it all really yes oh shit <laughs> so like basically like my process is i find a riff i like it and i just play it over and over and over until it's muscle memory mm-hmm. and same with like you know the song just pushes out i find riffs i put them together where what part goes where and if i don't have enough time to just get that muscle memory at that moment like i'll use like the voice memo on my phone or just like straight up record myself playing the riff gotcha and then like if it's if it's a a riff and a song that's gonna stick Mm -hmm. uh the guys just write around it then yeah exactly oh wow so like we'll just all meet up i'll show them what we got and then part by part we'll just get their parts in place wow uh sometimes i'll send them off videos so they can do it at home nice but like when it comes down to the drums like that's usually all together yeah um i just had aiden over what was that it's last thursday um had him over for a writing session working on a new song nice yeah yeah that's um, cool that's kind of like an old school way of doing it still you know yeah. like I, I can respect that <laughs> it's fun man it's just like it's a good excuse to hang out you yeah. know have a couple drinks have a couple smokes whatever you need to do get everybody involved too exactly it definitely feels more like a team effort when it's like that yeah hmm. and like that's what i like about it is because like because I am doing a lot of the writing. I like when we can all come together and everybody can put their ideas into it. Right. Then they don't feel like they're being told what to do, you know. Mm-hmm. That's I don't want that. I don't want them to feel like they can't have their creative minds at work in right. this band. Respect, man. Yeah, That's cool. Thanks. So I'm assuming on both albums, then, you're writing over 10 tracks each? Uh, I actually think they're like EPs, I think. Because oh, the okay. first one is six tracks and then we got like two interludes i see so i think the second one is probably going to be around six or seven again gotcha but i mean if it just so happens we have over 10 then i'm not upset about yeah. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was curious if you're doing a full length or if you're doing an ep but i guess it's going to be more of an ep yeah hmm cool yeah i always get confused by that ep lp uh, album yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like i'll just call it all albums and we'll I, figure it out <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty similar bo i i always assume and my friends might call me out after this for this but like i always thought that like six or seven songs are under uh, extended play and if it's over like nine or ten that's a long play or whatever and you can deem that as an album but um yeah it's uh (laughs) yeah i i don't even know if i'm saying lp right a long play that sounds hilarious i know the ep is extended play but i i always knew that it was like the shorter version of the two right yeah i'm gonna be butchered about that after (laughs) (laughs) like you botched that bro like okay cool Uh, i'm glad you were listening (laughs) yeah right thanks for tuning in yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly no that's cool i gotta ask how do you get your hair like that man you know it's like it's 100 percent natural um but like the process every day is i go in i condition it yeah i pick it through with like a wide tooth comb and then I sl- leave it for like 10 minutes and then I pick it out with just like a normal hair pick Wow! to wash out the conditioner. And then I put like a, a leave-in product in just to keep it like moisturized and it, it helps with the curls and everything because naturally it's just like very, very dry hair. Right. Um, and then 
yeah actually that's about it do you find that the headband keeps it helps keep it like kind of up in the front uh not really no. like even if i didn't wear the headband it kind of it just floats up like that yeah, yeah that's cool yeah mm-hmm. thank you yeah uh i remember i was telling my guitar player my one guitar player who I was having on today and he's mm. like oh the guy with the hair like logan with the hair I'm like yeah yeah logan with the hair yeah that's how everyone <laughs> recognizes me yeah no it's cool i could spot you from a mile away right i can't get away with nothing <laughs> uh the usual suspects ladies and gentlemen exactly exactly uh, that's crazy do you find that uh if you don't mind sharing you don't have to get into detail but do you find that when you were you were younger you got into a little bit of trouble Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. And I was like, there has to be some sort of story behind the name. Like. Yeah, I uh, I won't say too much, but I was a little shithead, that's for sure. It was something new every day. And, yeah. like, you know, I was just... I lived in a small town. There was mm. nothing to do. And, you know, at the time, me and my friends, we were all kind of in the same mindset. And so we'd go around town and get into trouble and everything like that. But, you know, I actually, I ended up getting into a lot of trouble when I was 15 and a bunch of stuff went down. Like, I don't want to say too much just cause not a lot of people know. And it's nothing, it's nothing bad, honestly, but like it was a scare and it helped me get my stuff together. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't. I don't share it with too many people because, yeah. like, it's just, it's just personal. Yeah, they don't know? need to know. No, whatever. It's your business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like that's kind of why I moved away from home. It's just mm. like, I don't know. Everyone's kind of everyone's seeing how I grew up. I just want a fresh start. I want to go be known for something else. Yeah, the town that you were in was that Evan Evansburg? Evansburg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I grew up in a small town too, Tofield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So I was. I don't know if your vibe was the same aside from the story, but like everybody else knows everyone's drama in town and oh, i always yes. said i was like i was an acreage boy that wanted to be a city boy so <laughs> i was just like the second i could get out i was like i yeah. can't wait to move to edmonton man i don't blame you i was like <laughs> yeah that was the toughest part about being in small town is you know everyone's drama yeah. everybody knows your drama yeah it's crazy yeah and i mean kudos to those that that enjoy small town life and, yeah. and can get by with it. That's uh, all the props to you, but Absolutely. it's not for everybody. And, uh, you know, I just, I just find that there's so much more to see and to do, you know, outside of that kind of what you're raised around, especially if you're in a small town, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, Edmonton, you know, it's got, it's, it's got, it's got its shit, but it's, it's honestly like, I call it home, you know, yeah. like I, I love it. I, I don't really, there's a couple places I want to visit and maybe like settle down for a bit, but like mm. uh, you know, Edmonton, Edmonton's cool for now. Yeah, I, I, like, I it. like it too. Yeah, I think I think it's a good uh, it's a good starting spot for a city, anyways. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna you know if you're gonna live in the city for the rest of your life. Yeah, and like I was telling you before the podcast, like the scene here for the music scene, especially for like metal, rock, and punk, it's just mm. so so supportive and it's absolutely yeah. it's a uh, you, you get some pretty great crowds and um mm-hmm. i mean i've only seen you guys perform like a handful of times but uh we did play a show together right yeah we played at uh jake's garage october yes. 15th last year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> with like, all else fails yeah. yeah okay now it's coming to me yeah. That was like uh, that wasn't really like a Halloween show, but it was in the middle of the month, right? Yeah, yeah. the fifteenth. You were saying, yeah, 
that's uh that's cool yeah. super close to my birthday and yours yeah <laughs> that weekend we literally did a triple back-to-back show we played one at foundry on white october 13th okay yeah did one at 2dd october 14th which was my birthday bash and then october 15th at jake's garage nice man yeah. we were so bagged by the yeah, 15th no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy yeah but hey you know like once you start finding that you're touring on like over two weeks you know you're, you'll your body kind of adjusts to it like you'll be like oh yeah this is this is normal yeah and it's just uh, it seems like something you really want to do and i'm sure you're gonna love the experience yeah man i yeah. mean it's i've always wanted to you know be a rock star and tour yeah. the world and everything so That's cool. i mean i'm nothing's gonna stop me honestly nice just gonna keep going you've always wanted to be a musician no other aspirations when like, you were younger i've always wanted to be a musician and then everyone was like oh that's too hard it's not like it used to be and putting all this shit in my mind uh, and i'm like well you know i guess whatever so i'd find these jobs that i thought maybe i'd want to do but at the end of the day it was always music well, and then finally yeah. you know like my dad sits me down and he's like you know you can literally like do anything you want to do he's like it's only hard if you say it's hard and if you convince yourself it's hard like Aww. that's always stuck with me and he, nice. the one thing that he's always said to me that's like stuck with me to this day he's like on the other side of fear is courage so if you're scared to do something you should probably just go for it hell yeah <laughs> respect right i'm gonna like your dad if i ever meet him <laughs> oh i'm sure you, i'm sure you will meet him soon <laughs> that's awesome it's nice to have supportive parents you know yeah yeah absolutely not everybody can say that they have that but it's it's nice to hear those nice stories you know yeah i'm very well, very grateful for it yeah no doubt no doubt that's cool so i'm assuming they come out to your shows uh my dad comes out as much as he can you know yeah. sometimes he's busy he can't come but you know that happens mm -hmm. um but actually my mom's never been to a show before really? not because she doesn't support me she she just has like she had another kid two years ago which was a huge shock to us because yeah. like yeah i got a younger brother three years younger than me and he's how old is he now he's actually 18 now but when i was 19 we found out mom was pregnant and we're like whoa what no way <laughs> so yeah so that's why she hasn't come out to any shows because oh, she's got a she's got a baby at yeah home. <laughs> yeah hey you know you gotta take care of those kids yeah absolutely <laughs> oh wild yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm uh, like I said, I'm just gonna blabber about it all the, this whole time. But I'm I'm excited to actually have some music to listen to on these platforms, aside from the music video that's on mm. YouTube. But um, yeah, and th that other music video you talked about, it's already shot. It's already done. You're sitting on it. I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 So. yeah we're actually like the video is done. We're just waiting for like the final track so that she can go and line everything up mm. to it. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. So it's not quite fully finished. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. I'd say ninety percent done. Wow, getting yeah. there. It's I'm so stoked. Yeah, I'm excited no to show everything off, and I'm excited for Jasmine to be able to show her work off. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. And so, do you already have like artwork and everything planned for the album? Yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we do. Sweet. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. I'm like itching every day to just show it off. No doubt. Patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And patience is virtue. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you didn't do the art yourself, did you? Uh, no. No? Okay. No. Got somebody else to do it. Yeah. My uh, my girlfriend actually did it. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah, it's very... She did... It, was, it looks really cool. Nice. That's <laughs> cool. It sounds like you got quite the team. You know? You know somebody barnyard for recording and tracking, and then your girlfriend helps with the artwork, and yeah. your dad's super supportive. And yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. We do have a, a very awesome little crew. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to just... And, like, we're all family, and even if we're not, like, blood relatives, it's 
still family. Yeah. You know, family doesn't have to be blood. Nice. So. Yeah. No, I kind of said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. Man. Is there anything else in the scene here that you do outside of music? Are you into photography? Do you do anything like? Um, not really. I mean, no? like on my free time, like I skateboard sometimes, longboard, okay. but not really like, not really anything in the scene. Just, I guess, going to shows and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like to go check out some good metal bands every now and then. Yeah, I've seen you at a couple local shows. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's cool. You've been longboarding for a while, yeah. Yeah, I think I got my first longboard when I was fourteen, and I still have that same longboard actually. Oh, yo, no way. Let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I've never. Uh, I tried skateboarding last year, and I just uh, I don't know. It wasn't for me. That's fair. It, it seems like a one of those things that, uh, you know, even with, like, dirt biking and everything, like, you just have to have, like, this adrenaline junkie kind of energy. Yeah. It's just like, ah, I don't know if I'm that guy. I just had to admit that to myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's kind of, I don't know. I've always been kind of an adrenaline junkie. There's certain stuff I won't do now just because, like, I'm terrified to break my hands or mm. my wrists because otherwise I can't do what I love. Yeah. But, like, back then, like man i just anything to get a fix of adrenaline i was like i'm all in yeah, and that's another reason why i'd get into so much shit this is it's just like just the adrenaline honestly yeah, totally yeah and now you got all that out of your system i sure you. do <laughs> I, it's all i take it all out from on the stage yeah and get all the adrenaline on the stage yeah now, so yeah you guys have like pretty good energy you know considering Thanks. like how young all you are i'm assuming all your members are in the same yeah age category <laughs> so i'll be 21 in october aiden is 22 morgan's 21 and john actually is 34 i think really yes oh, he's, wow. he's like our mick bars <laughs> okay there you go there yeah. you go the old dog yeah <laughs> but hey has he been drumming for a while then 21 years oh wow yeah nice he's really good very very good hell yeah yeah i remember when like we first got him like we first met him actually at lily lake last year and he was a sound guy mm. and like we jammed with him i think we jammed master of puppets with him one night at rehearsal and then a year later we're looking for a new drummer because jacob had moved to calgary and he messages me and he's like hey i'll be your drummer i legit had a dream about it i'm like okay this this sounds interesting huh. so i'm like well come over this day for an audition and just absolutely blew us away wow so i texted him the next day and i'm like welcome to the usual suspects <laughs> oh there you go yeah hey that's awesome yeah it's man. nice when like a, something like that can just be like a low-key audition right <laughs> just like hey i guess you're in <laughs> yeah absolutely nice yeah. nice and hey you know what is this this is the team you can see yourself with like touring and that who yeah. cares about anyone else you know absolutely I think I asked him like two questions afterward. I think one was, could you live in a tour bus with us? And what weapon would you use in the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> Important. What did he answer? Oh, man. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he says samurai sword. Oh, okay. That could have okay. been Aiden, but yeah. I think it might have been John too. <laughs> That's so funny. Samurai sword is a good answer. I would have been also okay with skateboard. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Truck fuck some zombies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah. Sheesh. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I f I'm pretty sure that's all I got for questions for you. You know, we kind of cool. streamlined that pretty quickly. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Um, I guess the only other one I have for the, 
the top of my head for um kind of like just personal outside of my own questions mm. but uh do you have uh i don't know if i already asked this or not do you have, do you guys have like a tour rig planned for the future i know what you used in the summer but like do you have something that you're going to use in next year i'm not going to say that this is a hundred percent yet but we've had talks of like an actual tour bus oh really yes Ooh. i'm not too sure like all the details on it yet um, like I said, we've got like some entities in the background now helping us out, but yeah, we, we have been throwing around talks of a tour bus. That would be cool. Yes. Wow, very get, cool. <laughs> get that all decked out and just have like a nice living arrangement right? inside. Yeah, absolutely. It'd make things so much easier rather than, you know, you don't have to find a hotel campground. You can just sleep on the road. Yeah. Driver. Yes. So we're really hoping that works out. Yeah. And have your gear with you, you know, like exactly. that's like, somewhere to store the gear that's like the number one worry yeah like as long as my gear is fine i don't care what happens to me <laughs> totally totally and are you are you picturing like an actual bus that you just take the seats out of like no like bus? like like an actual like tour bus with like everything mm, in it already okay gotcha yeah gotcha nice that's what we're hoping for so yeah we're all we're all working hard to get that yeah nice man yeah. no it's via game changer for sure absolutely not having to worry about driving around and who's gonna drive where and yeah you know and like you said with the hotel situation or if you're gonna camp and set up tent it's like oh exactly like that stuff can be all right in the summer but it's like uh, it's such a different game changer in the freaking winter (laughs) yes no kidding Uh, but you know it is what it is i guess but uh logan it's been awesome having you on uh i'm gonna get you take as much time as you need We've got tons. <laughs> so uh, if you want to drop your socials, your personals, your band, and anything else in between, feel free to tell everybody. Yeah, so give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the tag is uh, the usual suspects official. It's all one word. Um, more followers, the better. Check out our YouTube, uh, our music video for Devil Inside. Um, should just be called Devil Inside, the usual suspects. <laughs> um yeah stay updated for more shows tour dates anything that we've got planned and hopefully we can give you guys an answer for some release dates here for our music we're waiting yeah <laughs> i'm waiting too man yeah you're like i'm so stoked uh, yeah. and then that uh, again uh, reiterating that uh, music video that song is only available on youtube yes as of right now okay cool it's kind of exclusive for right yeah, now right? there you go sweet Absolutely. all right one more nux thank you so uh, much for having me yeah thank you logan for hopping on and uh yeah this is the pure evil presents an hour at the house take care everybody